Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. And if you want to hear more than just this highlight from the show, become a Coast Insider, and you can listen to this complete program, plus recent episodes covering amazing topics like the discovery of an ancient lost city in Honduras, secret societies that may control the world, and an update on the legendary Star Child Skull. Head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to start listening. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. I'm your host, Jimmy Church. Our guest tonight is Brad Olson, and you can follow me on Twitter at JChurchRadio. Any questions or comments on the show tonight, or you want to say anything to to Brad, just post it. Post it right there, and maybe I'll uh, read your stuff on the air. We'll get to those in just a minute. Uh, Brad, the deception when it comes to—I want to stay on this thought— when it comes to UFO and the ET question, did did all of this just start in 1947 with Roswell and the government just got off on the wrong foot, had to backtrack, and the lie has stayed consistent since then? Well, I, I cover this in my book, Future Esoteric, uh, quite in detail because it is such an important subject and it really affects us all. I think it started in 47, although there are reports of other craft and other contacts with extraterrestrials prior to Roswell. But what really happened, and what I think is, has made this so, uh, so secretive, is that they realize what they're dealing with is an incredible amount of technology that's going to take some time to understand. That's the nature of backward engineering, and I have a whole chapter of it in Future Esoteric, because to harness this technology and to use it in defense and other industries would give America an incredible edge, militarily speaking and technologically speaking, which we have. So it does kind of beg the question, did America's superiority come as a result of this country being in the cutting edge of uh, acquiring and backward engineering this technology? Well, and so once they lied about it, they couldn't stop lying about it, right? Well, isn't that how it goes with a lie? I mean, look what happened to Nixon. <laughs> it wasn't so much the crime, it was the lie that got him into trouble. And so you have to continue. What would happen if they decided to, I'm speaking specifically about the Pentagon or Washington, D.C. or the White House, if they came out and just told us the truth? Is that admitting that they were lying? Is that you know, are they set, setting themselves up for something really bad? Well, I think they realize it would have to come to that, and they would, of course, be accused of covering it up. But in reality, the people who initiated the cover-up are long dead, so how can you blame them, or what can you do about that? It's the people who are still alive that, uh, in power, are perpetuating this idea, oh, geez, we got uh, all these antennas out in the universe looking, scanning around, but... Geez, we don't ever find anything. We're so alone. Well, could we handle the truth? Could the world handle the truth? Well, I think we can. And part of the reason why the truth was not given out long ago was this uh, Brookings Institution report in the 1950s that said, hey, look what happened with the War of the Worlds when uh, Orson Welles announced that the Martians were landing in New Jersey. Of course, it was fictional. But people took it very harshly in reports of suicide and going mad and stuff. So this Brookings Institution report says, hey, American public can't handle the truth. But to be honest with you, 
we have been through this for decades now, and I think we absolutely can handle the truth, and we must handle the truth, because this is the most important subject of all. And it, it, it kind of goes along with just about everything today. We don't know what the truth is anymore, and we haven't been told the truth, but I think we could handle the truth. And I am speaking specifically about uh, these different situations that are going on around the world. Right now, as we are broadcasting tonight, we have some very tense international situations that are going down. And all of it we've been lied to about. And I think we would be better off right now if we were told the truth from the beginning. Well, didn't our grandparents and teachers always tell us to tell the truth? It's the right thing to do, and absolutely we should be told the truth. But the handlers, this control mechanism that's set up in this country and around the world, doesn't see things that way. They like to control the truth as they would see it and give it to us spoon-fed little bits at a time. Do you think that the alternative uh, outlets out there, um, and I consider, you know, Coast is certainly mainstream because it, the audience is so large, but we're also an alternative view in how we look at things here and, and you know, other shows that, that are out there, that now that we have become the source for truth and accurate reporting, and it's not these so-called professional large media outlets anymore. And it's because Coast to Coast has never been afraid to talk about some of the most prickly subjects of all. And, and I certainly applaud you guys for all you've done and for holding the torch alive in these very dark years where there's so much uh, disinformation and deflections and ways that people can dismiss this information. But you guys have held steady all this time, and I think that's why we have such a, a loyal uh, listener base here on Coast to Coast. Do you think that, you know, with these half-truths and the brainwashing that literally has gone on for, for decades in this country, do you think that it's actually been effective? Or do you think that we are starting to wake up and, and realizing that uh, this has been going on through any media source? Well, it has been effective, but it's like the Abraham Lincoln quote. You can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all the people all the time. And now that we have been lied to and deceived for so long, people like you and me, we're just getting quite uh, sick of the whole thing, and we're looking at other venues to give us our information. So people are waking up, and that's why one of my top ten deceptions is, is the false flags. They don't work anymore. They don't work on an awakened population because people can see through them right away. Now, the first couple times they happened, we were all shocked. We all thought they were real. But when you do them over and over and over again, you see some real telltale signs, and it's pretty easy to uh, tell what's real and what's not. Yeah, everybody's got a cell phone camera today. And the immediacy of not only social networks, and I, I know that I'm, I'm speaking the obvious here, but when this situation went down in Syria last week, um, calling that a false flag is one thing for us to do that. But heads of state started to call it a false flag. And when that goes down, now we have any number of players who could be behind the false flag of that particular one. Yeah. And we, the, the public, 
were immediate to jump on that to to pick it apart very very quickly. We didn't have that with the Gulf of Tonkin. You know, we didn't have that in with other false flag events in the past. That's a good point. Yeah, we had that today, and it was taken apart pretty quickly. Oh, pretty quickly, pretty much overnight. We we saw right through that one, and and now we're starting to learn Quay Bono. Who benefits? Would Assad really benefit by gassing his own people right at the verge of peace in Syria? I mean, come on! How come the media never talks about other people who might have done it? Did you notice that it's always a one-way communication? Assad did it. Well, they don't even mention the possibility of another group doing it. Well, there was that part of it, but also I think that the response is just this is just my opinion. Um, I, that I think we jumped too quick at pointing fingers without any actual testing going on, any actual proof, or that you know, and all of that stuff came out after the fact. But we certainly reacted really, really quickly. And that, to me, just indicates uh, that there's some issues with this. I don't know what they are, but it just doesn't feel clean to me. It feels a little dirty. Yeah, to say the least. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.